Welcome to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. My name is Jay Shalansky and joining me today is Evan, the raccoon, Boris. Hey, how's it going? It's going good, Evan. It's going real, real good. It's going real solid. Real solid, buddy. Uh, yeah, so today's podcast is brought to you by Trash. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, t- so on today's podcast, we're going to talk about... Uh, Evan went to PAX Unplugged. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, We're going to talk about Jay's painting backlog uh, currently. We are in and some new things that I'm trying. And then I think we're just going to talk about Legion in general. I don't know. Maybe we'll throw some random topics in there like we always do. Right, Evan? Just Legion in general. Yeah. Uh, But let's talk housekeeping real quick. So first up, Hey, if you like this podcast, the Scoundrels podcast, or our blog, or all together, support us on Patreon, because that's how we, we, you know, we pay our writers, we, we, we pay our blog staff, we pay for the hosting services, we pay for a lot of stuff. And so uh, if you support us on Patreon, you support all of the content. Plus, we have a, a Fifth Trooper After Dark podcast, so you would get another podcast for free. And also... Um, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but the plan is we're going to we're going to be doing um, Stormtide uh, uh, battle reports, which are going to go on our YouTube. But I think what I'd like to do as well is just do regular battle reports, Evan, and then we'll put them on the Patreon so you can watch okay. Patreon exclusive battle reports. Rad. Um, so, yeah, so that we got that going. Uh, let's talk Stormtide. So if you don't know what Stormtide is, it's a two-player narrative campaign for Legion that we designed. Uh, We are in month four. Month five is coming up. It's going to be in a few weeks. And uh, basically, every month you get a box. You get a a bunch of stuff in the box for you and your friend to play. Um, And uh, yeah, and so we're going into box five and then six. And, you know... I think uh, there's a couple different ways you can get it right now. So number one is you could go to the fifthtrooper.com and we have our quarter one box set, which comes with everything we put out, even the extra stuff. Or the other options are you can sign up for the monthly subscription and start at box one. You can do the catch-up mechanism, which is basically pay for all the boxes that we have now and then sign up for a subscription and and get going. Um, I can also say very confidently that a very soon we are going to have kind of like a soft i don't want to say reset reset's not the right word but we're going to have like a soft introduction where people who don't want to pay for all six boxes can actually jump in uh you know like a uh like a jumping point more or less yeah yep like so if you want to be you kind of miss whatever happened before but you can yeah here you can and and you know i think those who have who have worked so far um into it you know they'll they won't they're not losing anything they're actually gaining all the stuff from before you know so anything they've collected they'll have access to moving forward and then newer players um uh, you know i'm working on a way to introduce them into it so that they don't feel too far behind but you know that that they feel like they can jump in and play without you know negatively impacting everyone who's played up until now 
so so that'll be interesting and then uh i'm really excited uh, i'm gonna surprise everybody here too so if you're listening if you're a stormtide player um box five is gonna have i i'm not gonna tell you which ones but i turned some cards into holiday versions of the upgrade cards and they're gonna oh, be that's in, cool. yeah they're gonna be in box five of stormtide as a thank you for everybody uh so i'm i'm excited about that but yeah, so that's that. Um, yeah, you know, housekeeping. We did it. Sure. So, Evan. Yeah. You went to PAX Unplugged. I sure did. Why don't you remind everybody what list you took? Uh, yeah, so I took what I thought was bad, and I might have been the only guy in the room thinking it, uh, but I just brought it because it was all Wookiees, so it's chewy, nothing. Three cores, uh, three of the phase one cores with nothing on them. Uh, three of the melee Wookiees with Bowcaster and Tenacity. And then three of the Fluttercraft with Bowcaster uh, upgrade. So it's 10x, uh, two point bid, uh, which isn't, it's just because I really didn't have anything else I want to put in. Yeah. Uh, maybe I could have put like a scouting uh, scout on somebody, but yeah. uh, turns out it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, Fluttercraft are pretty okay. Uh, so I went in thinking like uh, the first game I had was with with them was I was losing one Shuttercraft. This was before I went to PAX. I was losing a Shuttercraft a shot. More or less, I was just getting like annihilated. And I'm thinking, man, these things are terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. They just die. Like, these are awful. And then uh, second game I played with them before PAX, uh, I was having some very hot dice. And my opponent was having some very not hot dice. I'm like, mm. well, this still isn't telling me anything. It's just, yeah, they're like, okay, right? Like maybe I'm getting some dice, but uh the first two games i played with them were, were yeah they're good they're like they're not op they're not like uh insane crazy powered but they're very excellent um so my first game was against uh our boy mike from pennsylvania yeah fortunately yeah we traveled all that way just to play each other in the first round um yeah that was that okay he had uh, uh he brought a gaff tank with a uh, e-web mm. along with uh some storms and a couple dewbacks uh turns out Tank doesn't like things with impact and pierce. <laughs> yeah. Turns out a lot of things don't like impact and pierce. Now, to his defense, uh, he brought three sabs too. And so he was sabbing up the place so the Wookiees couldn't charge. So mm. I had to like skirt around, but his defense sites were just terrible. So I had pierce one and I had like four hits, pierce one, and he'd roll three blanks and one block. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh, pierce one, you know, like so like any little <laughs> yeah. hope he had. Yeah. Uh, that didn't feel good to do uh especially to my boy mike but uh you know uh sad sad times are sad uh but that game went uh that went well and then i my next game was against one of our listeners uh travis if you're listening uh he had a really cool travis got uh he had a really cool like vader dewback double dewback list mm-hmm. and uh or was it triple i think it was double uh Unfortunately, Wookiees beat up Vader. Uh, mm. They gave him uh, the punches, uh, and the Dubaks don't like Shutter Flipcraft because their main way of killing things, the Chomp, is range one. Yeah, yeah. can't get hit by <laughs> yeah, so yeah. is uh, his melee. So, uh, but in uh, his dice were also just his defenses were just awful. Like I felt like he, I only got to play three games out of the four, and then I had mm. to go uh, due to a, a like a unforeseen event, but. In the third game, which I'll get to, like even the defense dice for him were bad. Like everyone just had these like rough defense dice. 
Mm-hmm. And it made me feel real bad being like, oh, Pierce won. You know, like, because yeah. uh, I know what it's like. You see three blanks. You're like, did I at least get one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. And they're like, no, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that was a really fun game. Uh, uh, and he was a very, uh, very fun opponent. So mm-hmm. I hope I get to play him again another game. So, Travis, you're a cool dude. Uh, Travis! Travis! He also posted a – so a real quick tangent. He posted this picture on uh, on the Legion Disc- uh, Legion Facebook, and he's like, hey, you know, uh, I only lost one game, and it was seven, really good game, da-da-da. And like, I was doing a little pose, like, with my yeah my Fluttercraft. And uh, the first couple were like, oh, Fluttercraft, wow. And then it just divulged into you didn't paint your minis. Yeah. Let me let – me, let me say this. Um, I built them on my lunch breaks at work. So like the fact that they were even built uh, to the extent that I traveled to get them there is a feat above itself. Uh, Yeah. Here's the, here's the thing, right? Like it, I know it wasn't the event that's or anyone at the event. Right. But like the thing of that is, Hey, the events letting in these random things that are just available like this week, Evan had maybe six days, maybe five days to even get them together. Those things are impossible to put together to begin with. So, you know, I'm Evan. I, I'm happy that you just even brought them with you and made it. And they I survived just, the journey. That was I had to impressive. buy Wookiees too. I had like nothing. So I built this right. list and it was just like I had to throw all this stuff together. So uh, uh, for the people who are saying this is a joke, you're right. For the people that weren't, yeah, too bad. So uh, but, they let me in anyway, suckers. Yeah. Uh, uh i had to wear i wore a full chewbacca outfit and uh that got hot though like in the first like five yeah, minutes i bet it did so uh, uh that wasn't that wasn't great so i was dancing around a little bit and you saw me like slowing down i took off my talking chewbacca mask and it was just sweat and I went, <laughs> oh oh god i'm sitting down and i brought enough uh a uh, fake bowcaster yeah uh and like i had to like i got pulled aside by security like what is this? And I'm like, it, it's just a toy. This has got no barrels. <laughs> Please let me in. Oh, um, man, that's funny. My third game, the one I got, I got uh, utterly, uh, utterly slapped in was, uh, it was tank with all the uh, uh, standby. Um, oh, Padme standby between Padme Yoda, Yoda and Padme, and holy smokes, was I not ready for that? So mm. to. Uh, to to Mike who played it, he played an excellent game and he absolutely outplayed me. Uh, and I apologize for the amount of crying I did about like. So if you don't know what this list does, and we're doing long march and how the all the terrain worked out is tank was in the middle, and both sides were blocked by terrain, and then Yoda and Padme were just hiding on the side, just feeding it standbys. So right standby, right they can share it. So the tank if the tank sees anything with range two. Yep. He can shoot whoever it wants because it's standby trigger. So he'd be like, and with all the aims and everything, uh, via because Padme do quick thinking, so standby dodge, and then she'd take a stand. Oh no, dodge aim, and then she'd take a standby. And then Yoda would play We Are Luminous Beings, so he gets two dodges, two aims, Oof. two surges, and then he would take a standby, then he would pull uh he'd do like the pull the strings, the guidance on Padme to take um uh if he she already used a standby to take one. So as long as he didn't have one, he could like pull another. Uh, that was actually insane. That thing shot like four times a turn. Yeah. Uh, and he would force push. Like eventually near the end, he just force push one of my Wookiees up just to trigger standby to put 12 damage into another group of Wookiees. Like <laughs> it was, I was yeah. like flabbergasted. I'd never yeah. been 
that like I I've never fallen into because normally I keep up on lists, right? Like I keep up what's going on. I yep. know the tricks. And I heard about this, but the amount of damage that put out and it so with the tank has outmaneuver and access to like anywhere between like six dodges at a time because he took Plocoon too. Oh yeah, I forgot to say that. So you move <laughs> up with Plocoon and get two aim, two dodges. I mean, and so I'd be like, yeah, uh, you know, impact one, pierce one, be like dodge because he has outmaneuver. So he's like, oh, it's a crit. Yeah, I'm dodging that. Oh, you got three crits. Oh, three dodges. So. And then when I finally got damage and R2 is just like four damage healed, I've never like, yeah, that was insane. I was not ready <laughs> for, for anything that happened. Uh, but no, he played it very well. And if different circumstances had come, like if we had a different map, like a different layout, different map, I chose red player. I had the big, so I wanted the board side. Um, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have this, like we, we talked about it and he had like the perfect storm mm. long March. The objective we got, everything was just like the perfect. Yeah, for him. Like this, this list is gonna roll like this, and he played it very well. Um, so yeah, I just I'd never seen that before. Like I'd heard whispers of Kyle who played it during Invader League, I think. Yeah, uh, or something. So I heard whispers of it. Then to actually see it in play, and then just get like, uh, Wookies were just bl- flying off the board. None of my Fluttercraft died. Who cares? They can't take the objectives. So they're just flying around like, I'm like yeah, two damage to the tank. Tank two dodges. Uh, so Mike gave me the slap down, uh, which I deserved because I was getting yeah. pretty. I was getting pretty uppity that these Wookies were doing pretty good. So <laughs> he ended know, up. Mike, he ended up taking it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, uh, congratulations to Mike for winning Packs and Plug. Mm-hmm. That was a really good, really good job. A uh, really good show. Uh, also, a big shout out to uh, Nick uh, Nick Brobnar for bringing every terrain board. So he mm. had like twelve tables at least. Uh, and all the people who were walking by, uh, a lot of positive comments. Yeah, everyone's like, "Holy crap! What game are you playing?" Or like Star Wars Legion. I'm like what? You know, like but every board looks different because used to board games or something, right? Right, right. Um, and it doesn't look as miserable as a 40k board. Uh, yeah, Nick and Mike ran a great event. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, they got some decent prize support. I wish I could have stayed for that. Uh, they had some really cool stuff. Like they even got in a, a Yoda and a thing of Wookies. Uh, they 3D printed like lightsabers. They did a lot of cool stuff. So yeah, those that, those lightsaber flasks. I think that they give dude, out. That's so cool. Yeah, like yeah. it's for considering AMG just sent them like random kits. It was mostly all the terrain too. Like here's a bunker. Here's a drop like the stuff yeah. off like right the, their surplus. Uh, they did a really good job making it feel like an actual event, doing some cool stuff. So absolute shout out to those guys. Legion ninety nine did a really good job. Yeah, I, you know, it's, uh, and, and I'm not going to get deep into the competitive side because we'll probably talk about it on Scoundrels this week. Uh, but, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about with here with Evan, and I think this is the place to talk about it, is like bringing, <clears throat> like, I think this is the time where there really isn't a meta. And I, I really believe that like anything can work. And, and as an example, like, so listen to this. Top four at PAX were, we just talked about Padme Yoda Saber, mm-hmm. right? For first. Second was uh, Operative Vader, Triple Dewback, Double IRG. <laughs> uh, third was Mike Cirillo from Legion 99. He, he had Kraken and the Magna Guard and Spiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then third place was Padme Clones Wookiees. Yep. And then uh, New Orleans had an event the same time that Stabcast guys were running. Yeah, and the winner of that was OP Vader Gunline. 
And then second was our, our man, Bushfax. Uh, he had a Han OP Luke list. Oh. Third was a Krennic Triple DT Shoreline. Okay. And then... Triple DT, huh? huh? Yeah. And then Bosk Sabs Double ATST for fourth. Huh. Like this okay. is... And, and so, you know, Evan and I were talking about this was, um, you know, I, I think there's something to be said about this game that's unlike any other miniatures game where you truly can bring something unique and win. Like you yeah. don't, you don't have to do like, you don't have to listen to us on the scoundrels or us here and go, Oh, you know, and I know Kyle and, and Mike and everybody were so high on Wookiees and I know I haven't brought Wookiees, but like, just because we're high on something and because we think that's the meta quote unquote, I really think this game it's meta fluctuates so quickly and so fast that Wookiees are big right now, but something's going to be bigger. So like something else is going to come and knock it out of, you know? Yeah. Um, after playing them, I, I get it. Uh, again, like I hadn't really played, I played like one group of Wookiees once right when they came out and they just yeah. got down. I played them again. When we, you and I played, uh, we had that casual game in your eight year, like ATST, like one shot them or something. Yeah. It was just nuts. Right. Like it was, so I'm like, oh, these are garbage. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see what the big deal is. Um, Honestly, it's it's right now. It was cool. The only the only thing I'm I'm seeing on the fringe that I'm worried about is those spider tanks. Uh, yeah, they're uh, every CIS list had like two to three, and like why not? Right, like they're they're cheap and they're, they do a lot of damage. That I they're like cheap points wise, not that expensive a model. Uh, money actual money wise, right? So you can yeah. buy three of them and not right. feel like garbage. Uh, uh and like they do a lot of good stuff like the i picked played a pickup game on uh on friday with uh, another gentleman named nick also a nice mm. guy um and like he those snapships man <laughs> not oh geez snapships i'm reading a reading a message those snapships those ion those ion things uh i know i'm sorry sorry i just got damn it my brain can only handle so much i haven't had a lot of caffeine today um <laughs> Those snapships, dog. Those snapships. Those ion <laughs> shots to the fluttercraft. Fluttercraft do not like ion. Mm. So nothing likes ion when it gets hit by for vehicles. But yeah. he would like zap, zap. So I have to just do my move, and then they stop. And then his whole army just went right, like just yeah, couldn't shoot. So, um, I think if you're CIS, you should invest in them. But again, again, like the worst part is to I was thought about bringing CIS like Magnagar or something, but I ended up getting the stuff I pre-ordered the day i left yeah so it came in like the day i actually yeah you know i want to so i like... want to talk about this i'm i'm all right i'm gonna complain do it so, so if for those of you that don't order through asthma day and those of you that have their asthma day has been having a problem they switched their back-end system their store system right and so there was a point where nobody's orders were showing up for a while then okay. all of a sudden they were there now, and I'm experiencing this problem. I can't log into my account. Oh. I, I pre-ordered all the stuff through asthma day. Right. Yeah. And they sent a thing saying, Hey, your pre-orders coming. If you haven't logged in, we got a new system. You got to go log in say, I forgot my password. It'll reset your password and you'll be able to get in. Yeah. It literally won't send me an email. Oh, jeez. Like right? so it says, here's your password reset link. And yeah. then on top of it, they're like, hey, if you're still having problems, you can open a ticket. I've opened three tickets. 
no one's responded to me. You're marked. It's been you're, weeks. You're blacklisted. Yeah, but here's the thing. They're still sending me my stuff. <laughs> but I also, I don't know exactly what I pre-ordered. So I also ordered stuff from Miniature Market. And like yeah. now I'm getting like double and triple as shit. And I'm just going up. <laughs> Like, which is fine for some of it. Like, I definitely needed three Fluttercraft. I'm shaking my head now for our audio listeners. But I I now have three. Uh, You know, I mean, some of it's good, some of it's bad. But anyways, that's just my little complaint for today. No, that's fair. I mean, I, like, I would love to have gotten uh, uh, Garwuki so I could have had the right models. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have to, I printed out on a piece of paper and I stuck it in the sleeves yeah, the command cards and the card like would have loved to have a card for Chewie or actually be able to play the Wookiee Chieftain. Like, I yeah, so it just sucks. Like it's uh, yeah. Hopefully we get him soon because this is pretty miserable. Like, so I ordered it, my stuff back in July. Yeah, like it's almost a year ago. I saw something uh, floating around that uh, miniature market updated their pre-release for those for January. So yeah, fingers crossed. I think they just had to go. I think that whatever happened that boat just like. Yeah, the car- carton fell into the ocean, and then we we got a Brazil X Wing 2.0 launch. We're just gone, and so they yeah. make some more. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's okay. You know, I mean, like we're we're experiencing a little delay. Hopefully, our mats will be in this week. But like, our mats got delayed, and it took like almost three months for us to get mats, which usually take like forty days or thirty days. It took it took almost one hundred and twenty. Uh, the world's weird right now, you know. But uh, yeah, so anyways, there's that. Um, hey, Evan. Yo. Why don't you go ahead and, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people probably that listen that don't get to go to events and don't get to see, like, PAX Unplugged. Why don't you tell us kind of overall some anything cool you saw? Maybe talk. you could talk about that game that you, oh. uh, you picked up. I know you're excited about that. Oh, sure. So first off, I got this little guy. He's showing a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> he's a uh, he's the uh, vagabond from a game called Root. Okay. So I was walking by and their um, lender games, I think they're called, always usually has some con exclusive stuff. Mm. So you go there and I was looking by. I'm like, oh, I've got Root. Ah, Oath looks cool. Some of the other games they make. And I saw that guy and I walked up uh, to the lady who was selling it. I'm like, how much do I have to pay to get that raccoon? <laughs> She's like, uh i don't know and so they're asking everybody and i'm like whatever whatever it is whatever it is like i'll (laughs) I'll take it um so i got that little guy so that was cool lender was there um who else was there actually uh gw had a cool booth so Mm. they are pushing warhammer plus very hard Mm. uh so we went up that kill i was mostly just into the kill team they didn't have anything exclusive so i was kind of talking to the guy so they brought in uh they brought in a laser tag set with a room that's blacked out and you put on this stuff and you get a, a guard light rifle, then a, a bolter mm. and you play laser tag. And if you play laser tag and you show them you have Warhammer plus you get half off an Octarius box. So like, yeah. And some other free stuff for just doing it. Like it was GW was going kind of hard, uh, which was cool. Um, just a ton of crazy stuff, actually. Uh, a lot of like, Nothing that was really blowing me away till I came to one thing. Um, if you're an X-Wing player, um, I guess my, my standout of the show was uh, this particular game. So if you're an X-Wing player, you've probably heard of uh, Heroes of the Atari Cluster or Hot AC. 
and it's a it was a single player slash co-op mode made by a guy who you you leveled up a character you named your ship you mm-hmm. bought upgrades those cool stuff really awesome really awesome um so he's actually like a game designer now which you know what good for you dude you made it yeah right? like you're you're doing stuff uh and we walked by this booth and we saw these things called snapships and which i accidentally mentioned earlier uh so snapships um you can look them up they're on amazon uh they're these kind of like lego like ships that you just snap together and they have a uh, little like hook in parts so everything just like pops right in and off the ships um they're coming out with a game for it so it's a toy line first uh which is going to benefit you uh in one way uh and then it's a game second the game kickstarter starts in march it plays like very close to x-wing where you move your ship yeah. There's dials. Um, there's like a management system of how you use your guns and everything. Uh, but anything you snap onto your ship, every little missile pod, you get a card for that. And it's all point costed. So you can have like a crazy looking ship, but just the parts you want on it. So as long as it like it fits on the space, like you're good to go. Oh, that's uh, cool. There's three different like sizes of ships so far. There's going to be ground combat coming. They actually have like a mech warrior kit more or less that they would have had it at the show. They're just selling them so quickly online that they can't keep them in stock. Uh, so they're going to be ground combat with like vehicles. Maybe the planes can come in on that. But it, it plays on a four by four space map. And it's like missiles shoot. They actually have travel time. Like your guy can shoot down missiles as they're incoming at you. Uh, but what's really cool about this, what I mentioned earlier about the fact that they're toys, is they're priced as toys and they're not priced as models. So this cool rocket ship I'm showing right now is Jet Fighter. It's like 15 bucks like yeah that's like for a painted thing right like that's good to go uh the other one i have built so getting in the mood uh this little like guy with blades on him like the ship in the game when it comes out when it rams you it has blades on the side you can just like ram damage and things like that like it's it's pretty sweet but all the toys like the most expensive models like 30 bucks and once you buy one of them you only really need one huh. and so they've got this really neat system where it's like cheap ships uh and this cool customizable gameplay so it's something to keep a lookout for in march you'll probably hear me talk more about it when it comes out because i'm super in on the fact that it's um you build a lego set you don't have to build a model and those are different right like yeah. it's different from building a, a, a toy soldier as compared to a, a spaceship with like interchangeable uh pips and blocks um it's super affordable and it's by a guy who's uh, kind of knows was a thing or two about space combat in uh, uh, <laughs> board games, but it was super neat. Um, they say it has the same thing, actually, just like clouds of different kinds of stuff to like fly through. Uh, really awesome. Uh, so if you hear again, I'll, I'll be pretty up on it when it comes out because I'm super, super into this. Uh, Snapships was like my, it was a little corner booth too. Like that's what kills me. Like a lot of these big companies have these huge areas that you can go around there's tons of demos there's awesome jurassic park game coming out that the booth was like half hidden and yeah. they had standy like in the background they had lights showing on like t-rexes and stuff and like it was really awesome but when you really looked at the booth there's like one table inside of one guy doing demo right like it was it was cool um there's a line for that like uh, a lot of cool panels uh pax is uh i was afraid that it was going to feel less after all the uh like uh you know all the the pandemic stuff we've been going through yeah uh but honestly it felt just just as good like yeah. i didn't have to cut it down um so pax was a lot of fun overall um yeah i guess my one takeaway with snapships 
uh there was a couple cool other uh like if you've never heard of crokinole they had a crokinole tournament which is like this giant wood board that you flick these wood discs mm-hmm. uh to get points they had a tournament for that that was cool to see our buddy pat uh bought a board and so we're like <laughs> shuffling it out of the convention like this giant wooden box he's like out of the way peasants have a crocodile board right like uh so that was really good uh, yeah it's it's like walking through the floor there's a lot of interesting stuff but oh actually one thing i did get too uh so i bought some snap ships in in hopes uh for when they come out um and i bought uh, uh the newest unmatched uh oh. they released their set that's um uh actually let me grab it because i don't remember who's actually in it but uh so if you go back to our older podcast we we listened to the game designers of unmatched yeah and i'm on they kind of talked about it uh this is their volume battle of legends volume two you get uh sun wukong which is uh uh sun goku uh uh Yenagea. i don't know who she is but achilles and bloody mary oh. uh so that's cool like this isn't quite, this wasn't out in retail yet. You could buy it online. So that was a cool, like, uh, just that, something. Was that the monkey? Yeah. Oh, is that the monkey king? Yeah. Yep. Nice. So, uh, if you see, I know if you're listening, it's hard to see here. I'm showing yeah. you a box of it, but, uh, it's a Battle of Legends Volume 2. Um, I really love this game. Uh, the game is more or less a miniature slash, uh, deck game, but you don't build a deck. You just, your character gets these are his cards and you yeah. can mix and match them all. Uh, so you can have raptors fighting Bloody Mary if you wanted to. Yeah. I, I don't know how that works, but uh, yeah, like we've done the King Arthur versus like Bigfoot or King Arthur. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Bruce Lee versus King Arthur. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a game where I really hope they just release a a big uh, like a big box to hold everything in because I'm having to carry all these like boxes for everything. It's getting a little a little much, but uh, yeah, not to get off a tangent of Legion too much, but. Uh, PAX was cool. Like, I wish I got time to go to the panels. I plan to do that Sunday because uh, they had uh, Shut Up and Sit Down, who just board game reviews were there. That would have mm-hmm. been cool to hear. Um, they had, uh, it's like some miniature painting. GW was there. They had, like, yeah, I don't remember how much exactly the entry fee was, but you got a model and a whole set of paint. And you got to sit in, like, this area, this walled off area to paint your miniature. That was cool. Yeah. Like, PAX is also has some of those friendly people. Everyone's mm-hmm. just kind of chill. Like from other conventions I've gone to, everyone's yeah. very just like. I'd agree. Hey, man, you whatever. know, so I've been to PAX Unplugged once and it was like out of all the conventions I've been to, it, you're right. It was just like way more friendly atmosphere. Like everybody yeah. just seemed like chill there yeah. where I feel like what at Gen Con or like Adepticon, I love both of those too. It's mm-hmm. just, it feels more maybe, I don't know, serious if it's the word or competitive, yeah. Yeah. you know lvo the same way right it's like it just feels more competitive where i think because pax unplugged doesn't really have any though they had a tournament it was you know they don't yeah, have it any, like it's a... not official stuff or like yeah. a, or a big you know prominent tournament tournament like LVO yeah it's not like high or, command or whatever yeah, they're calling it now right or, or adepticon right so yeah so yeah i really liked pax unplugged that was the one i went to was when keyforge first came out yeah and I, remember those pods and you yeah. paid 10 bucks and you got the deck and you got in a pod. And if you won, so your deck was random. So you didn't know what you were getting, but if you won, you got those, um, you got the, the, the Ambers and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. That yeah. was really, that was a ton of fun. Man, that's a game that kind of came and went, huh? 
Well, I think COVID killed it, right? It was because yeah. it's a big tournament game. It, you yeah, gotta, it's you not like in person. It. Yeah, and I think, I think the other thing they made the mistake with was making it competitive. Where like now I'm on this chase for these decks. Oh, yeah, so it's supposed to be the ultimate like you don't need to buy a cards deck, but then you end up buying a like a ton of decks, decks to get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like remember the Horseman and like that whole phase, dude. dude I got double Horseman. It's like a three thousand dollar deck. I yeah. had a double Time Traveler deck that yeah. I still keep like sealed. It's worth not out of nothing now, but I'm like, yeah. holy crap, OJ, holy crap. Yeah, I know. And uh, but I think the, the best part of that was those pods that they did where yeah. it was like, or even if you did a sealed where you just go and if it's not a pod, but it's a tournament for the day, but you don't you don't get to choose your deck. It's just like, okay, here's 10 bucks, yeah. you get a deck, you're in the tournament, and whoever wins wins, you know, yeah. and and I just you know how to play the game. You know how the game works. But other mm-hmm. than that, you're just, it's all kind of random on who gets what deck. I think that's the that's the cool thing about it. Yeah, agree. Agree. But yeah, so that's good. Um, yeah, it sounds like PAX was fun. I'm sorry I couldn't make it this year. Uh, but, you know, we're Fifth Trooper is planning on we'll be we have a booth at Adepticon uh, this year. And, uh, you know, I'm going to try to get booths at some other events moving forward in 2022 so we're hopefully going to be at a bunch of events next year so you know that'll be fun uh to be to be out and get to see everybody no sure i mean yeah overall good time good yeah good 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 let's see what do i want to talk about oh yeah um so i'm working on uh and evan when you get here I, i completely we talked last podcast about the artistic insanity that is jay's office oh yeah Um, so i spent the weekend uh really reorganizing it and because i it gets i do this evan knows this like it gets to a point where i'm just like okay and like i have to like clean it all up and reorganize everything and one of the things was now uh you know uh, i want to plan on doing battle reports for not only stormtide but for you know, just regular Legion yeah. battle reports too. And I'm like, okay, you know, we have talked about this a couple of times, but I'm like trying to build all the units for, for each faction so that like if Evan comes over and we want to do a battle report, it's not like the same old, same old. So Evan will can go and look and be like, okay, I'm going to build the 800 point droid army, you know, and, and we'll sure. have, we'll have everything that you could want. Um, but I've been really, I, I ended up buying the Army Painters uh, airbrushing set. Oh, yeah. The, like the mega set or whatever with all the airbrush paint. Dude, those are so good. <laughs> so, like I've been, I literally, I posted it up on uh, on the Fifth Trooper, but also in the Legion Facebook group, the painting Facebook group, uh, some of my pictures. But like, oh man, like I was, I'm, I've been crushing it. Like, man, airbrushing is so much easier um, yeah. and faster. Easy is the wrong word. It's hard uh, yeah. to, to yeah. get into like this. Like I was watching a ton of YouTube videos. Like I was talking to Kyle from the scoundrels. He's really good at airbrushing. Like, and Dustin, uh, our in-house painter and asking him questions and tips. And so uh, I'm really happy. I'm, I'm feeling like I've gotten to a place where I'm really comfortable with it now. Um, or comfortable enough you know I learned something new every day uh, but I'm really excited about that and so uh, let's see 
in the past week, I got the snail tank done for droids. So I'm trying to finish up one army at a time. Um, and so droids is the first one I'm trying to finish up. I got a snail tank done, an AAT done, two of the spider droids, three sets of B2s. And then uh, I'm working on the three um, super tactical droids right now um, and getting those done. And then I got to do another spider so we can have three and then two magna guard and then we'll have and you know because we've already we already have like b1s we've already yeah, yeah. we already have all the other stuff you know so staps and and everything else so yeah so i'm hoping maybe in another week or so i should have okay. basically everything set for the droids and painted wow okay that's Which quite is, a bit yeah yeah which I'm yeah. really excited about. And then I think the next one I'm going to move on to is Rebels. So I have a ton for Rebels already done. Um, I had uh, uh, Dustin over at Jagged Brush. He, I actually had him do a uh, the party bus for me. And also he did uh, three sets of the vets for me. Um, and so, and then I have a ton of, uh, I just have everything else kind of already painted. So, so then I have a couple sets of three sets of Wookiees. I have another uh, speeder, T four seven, and some other stuff. But so hopefully we'll you know we'll we'll be doing some battle battle reports with uh, fully painted models, which I'm excited. Fully painted, they still look like somewhat real. I was compared to all mine, who are like just all over the place. Yeah. I have half an idea. I'll start doing it and I have another half an idea and I'll start doing it. Yeah. Uh, the Tron theme for my Gar, I have no idea how I'm going to do that with the Wookiees <laughs> or like the Fluttercraft. Fluttercraft. Yeah. Speaking of like painting Fluttercraft, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to do. I had to more or less break mine down like in bits when I took them home. Yeah. I put little dabs of glue to keep them on their stuff. And, and uh, Nick was very kind. He's like, I'm like, yo, can I just leave my three Fluttercraft here? Can you put them in your train boxes? Like, <laughs> yeah. I just can't bring these back to my room. It's like, yeah, man, I got you. So we took that out. And when I was taking them down to leave, like things were breaking off, like, I don't, whatever. Like, I'm just breaking them down. Like I yeah. got to go. So uh, I got to like magnetize them all, um, which is a pain. Cause you, they're not, they're not easy to travel with. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of, I always wondered like what the difference is, like what the breakdown is when a, when a person's making a model, uh, when they're sculpting it, right? Or trying to get it accurate as it can. How much they're thinking about how someone's actually got to get it to a place, right? They're, like they're, they're not. Yeah. So, which is a shame because like yeah. all the little antenna on that spider droid, that one that goes all the way up. Yeah. Like that's going to break. Yep. Like it, I, you can do your best. And if you get them there all the time, they're perfect. Hallelujah. But when I've got one battle foam bag and I've got, that's all the room I have in there to like micromanage what's going on. Like, I know I'm a little fast and loose with how I carry my stuff sometimes. Like the Wookiees are soft plastic. Mm. Uh, who cares? Like I put them in a, like a cup more or less. I'll just dump them out when we get, when we go for the thing. Uh, yeah. I just had like my phone with like my clones, Chewy, uh, all my Wookiees just up dumping them out for the match and sorting them out. Um, but like the model, like the vehicles, they're expensive and they're not soft plastic, right? Like they're hard plastic yeah. for most of them. Uh, so trying to figure out how to way to transport those guys is just kind of nuts. Yeah, and I know I kind of sound like a broken record, but like 
when we originally started Legion, I think, you know, if you guys listen back or Evan, Evan can confirm, but like, I was so excited about the soft plastic and because I understand that it's not as detailed of a model, but you know what the difference is? Evan can throw all those in a bucket Mm -hmm. and then dump them out on the table and nothing's going to break. Yep. You can't do that now with the hard plastic stuff because it's just so delicate, you know? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's kind of a pain. Like I used to just like when people would come talk to me about Legion before the hard plastic comes, I just like knock some of my snow uh, snow troopers on the ground. Yeah, I'm like well, holy crap! I'm like, nah, it's soft plastic. Like it, right? Whatever. Like yeah. pop off the base. I'll just put some more glue in their feet. Like whatever. Then again, I'm pretty fast and loose a lot of my stuff. But the hard plastic, I'm like, because <laughs> uh, you have to put so much time, more time investment to get them right. Yeah. So like, I'm very much more careful with those. But yeah, no, it's uh. It's definitely like uh, a pain, like trying to those fluttercraft. If I cared, if I had them painted and I put a lot of work into them and have beautiful bases for them, like if I really cared about them, like because people do and I understand yeah. it. Uh, I don't know how you get them any reasonable way. Yeah. Like, you know, from from an event that's not like your next shop over where you can just kind of put them in the back of your car. Right. And they're kind of like safe. But if you have to travel. Like, good Lord, I just don't, I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I, I and I think uh, that's going to become the problem, right? Is as these things become more elaborate, like, how in the hell are we going to travel with this stuff? Like, I'm already, like, trying to think about it and coming up with crazy ways of doing stuff and going, okay, you know, it's almost like you got to build a custom carrier just to get, you know, your stuff anywhere. Um, yeah. And I mean, like, or even those ones, I've seen those ones, uh, I don't know who makes them, but they're where they're the like, uh, they, they're basically like a rack and they have like metal mm-hmm. and then you magnetize the bases and, you know, they don't move and nothing touches them. And yeah, but even then, right, it's not guaranteed that they're going to stay still. Like if your plane has turbulence or, you know, your car has turbulence <laughs> yeah. or you trip and you, you know, like. Uh, Magnarack, right? Yeah, I guess same. So, uh, like one of the uh, uh, one of the guys I know does Magnarack, and he puts it like bolts them and he puts them in there. Yeah. But even then, again, you're right. Like, because is that your carry on? Is your miniatures right? Like, yeah, I'd rather have like my backpack with my laptop. <laughs> like, I love I love my miniatures, but like, uh, that's a check thing, I think. Like so, you put it in your luggage, right? You put your bag in your luggage, and you kind of hope it doesn't like yeah. get smashed. But then it's getting those guys in the back who are just doing the the, the luggage, are just like yep. right, yeah. like uh, they don't get, they don't know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so I guess like you have to keep them as your carry on, but right. like I I don't know, like, it's, it's rough. Uh, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I don't I don't know how these uh, hey, if you carry if you travel a lot and you have got like you carry your miniatures around with you, um, give us some ideas because yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, I'd like to go to like LVO or something. No idea how getting those photographs there. Like, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, I've been, dude, I've been thinking about it a lot. Like, I don't even know how I'm going to do it. Like, I, like some of this other stuff, like, uh, I don't even like the tanks and stuff or, or the ATSTs, right? Like, luckily, mm-hmm. I, you know, the ATSTs I have, I built them in a way where I just, I don't care. I just throw them in the box and it's yeah, fine. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, I may, I may change my mind and want to play something or like if I, if the lat ever becomes good and I want to bring that somewhere, like, <laughs> Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. yeah, that was uh when I transported my DCO, that wasn't fun. I had to like custom foam something, like yeah. rip it all up to do it. 
uh, I guess I could do the same thing with, I tried to do the same thing with the Fluttercraft, but uh, yeah, man, it's uh, these, I love how elaborate the models look. Mm. I don't want to paint them because <laughs> yeah. there's so much going on. Yeah. And slash traveling with them uh, is like, I don't know how you bring, like, honestly, like I was really just thinking about, so I brought, I brought it all the Wookiees. It was a meme, right? It was, yep. it was just what I thought it was going to be a meme, but if I was real serious, like, uh, I don't know, right? Like, do I just not even bring the Fluttercraft? Do I just bring infantry? Right. Like a whole infantry army so I can just stick them all in like a cup, you know, like close it up and then just throw it in my bag? Like, so that's that's something you got to think about, too. I almost brought a whole just Imperial ISF list, like uh, Iden, uh, DO, three, three, two ISF, uh, Inferno Squadron, some Shores, some Mortars, right? something very, like, bog mm. standard. But uh, the nice thing about that is I can put them in like a shoebox. Yeah, yeah. You know, right? And it doesn't really matter. Like they're not. You put some foam in there so they don't get all smashed up. But there's nothing really spindly or really easily breakable in there. So you can put them all in that, and then you don't have to worry about it, right? Yeah. So that that's definitely crossed my mind. Yeah. <clears throat> let's see what else. Oh, <laughs> dying. Yeah, uh, let's see. What else do I want to end on? Let's end on... Uh, you know what I've been really thinking about a lot lately and, and really interested in, which which is uh, new, is the, like, alt sculpt stuff. Oh, sure. Oh, my God. So one of the things I want to do is, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm getting all the minis together for all the factions so that mm-hmm. we have stuff to play. Uh, but I've been... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I need a drink. Uh there we go. Um, and I, I'm on the Skullforge Patreon. Dude, I'm so excited. There's there's two that I'm really excited about. The one is he's got the Yoda uh, like jumping up and putting his saber through like a B1 oh, yeah, droid yeah. Or, or, or a uh, clone trooper like for the, you know, Order 66. Yeah. So good. I'm like... I, uh... Those are cool. So he does the Dune stuff. Yeah. Which I think is super rad. But honestly, so I've been playing Halo Infinite. And I, there used to be a Halo clicks game. Um, it was very not balanced. Uh, and I chased the hell out of it by those, so, like, by those packs. And you get like Warthog and all sorts yeah. of cool stuff in it. I'm thinking, man, if someone could just make like sculpts for this for Legion, they could just be like Imperial. Yeah. Like, right, stormtroopers just they've got armor and a crappy gun, and you add like your heavy gun to the troop, or a master chief could just be like a yeah, a, like I'm not I'm spitballing off the top of my head here, it could be like a callous sort of character, right? With a swappable gun, like I would love man, like theme armies really do it for me that are like not just a bog standard stuff, but having like a whole dune themed army with thopters instead of shirt fluttercraft, right? Or uh, having like a covenant. I don't know, maybe grunts or B1s. Yeah. Right. You just have a bunch of grunts in a group, and then you have the elites or B2s or something. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, you know, uh, spitballing here, but uh, having alt sculpts, that kind of thing, really does it for me. So, you know, let's uh, let's do this. Let's do a little Halo clicks. Let's see what the price of those clicks is. Uh, and maybe we can make it work. Dollars. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're probably not like, not wrong. Oh, 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 oh here we go. Halo oh. clicks. Oh, well, no, eBay. That's not a good sign. <laughs> uh, okay. You know what? Uh, nobody cares about them. 
the Warhog's only oh 60 bucks. Whoa. Well, that was so the Warhog actually was pretty cool. It had movable wheels and it was on a little stand climbing a uh, a rock. So it could like you could play with it as a toy, I guess, or you could use it for the game. But you can get uh Master Chief and Arbiter pack. Uh he looks good enough for 10 bucks. All right, okay. Action clicks. Oh, maybe we're on to something here. Uh maybe uh, a little re- they actually even make a scarab, which is that giant thing from Halo 2. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was like a big thing you could play. Uh, that'd be a cool piece of terrain to have like a Halo board. I'm talking myself into this right now. I'm like, yeah, I could just oh, buy this lot of Spartans <laughs> and make an army. With the silhouette rules, though, you can kind of do what you want, right? Like it's yeah. I mean, yeah. The only time it gets weird is with with vehicles, but yeah, for, for any like that's the thing with the Yoda one, right? Like even though he's going to be as tall as a B one, it it just won't matter because he, you know, he he uses a silhouette anyways. Yeah, yeah, and plus it's it's cool. Like the yeah. nice thing about having alt sculpts that are still Star Wars, <laughs> as long as they're doing something cool. Yeah, nobody really cares, right? Right, like everyone's kind of yeah, like, and you just got to have a backup in case somebody does, you know. Yep. And then you're like, all right, fine, here's Yoda. And I really think people only get, you know, the silhouettes were the best thing, and people only get weird now with vehicles, right? And even yeah. then, they barely get weird. It's mostly like line of sight stuff, you know, like yeah, oh, can yeah, your yeah. vehicle see that? Are you looking from the guy's head or the top of the vehicle, or you know, how tall did you make your ATST? You know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not wrong. Uh, because man, these banshees could be air uh uh airspeeders from T forty sevens. Yeah. I think I think I don't know, man. I'm starting to talk <laughs> like oh I th- I think I think ha- the halo is um you actually make it rebels because yeah. what you do is you make you make oh, all yeah. The, yeah. the the US Marines there, you make those the you make those the rebel core troopers yeah you know and then he and then master chief is like sabine or luke or somebody yeah that makes sense yeah Yeah. sabine would make sense right and then you got the t-47s and then they have the party bus now which could be a warthog you will not even the part so i'm looking at it right could just be the land speeder or the land speeder right because you can it can it has the three seats it uh the model comes with the the warhog gunner uh chief driving then a guy sitting in the side seat so that could just could just be your like yeah uh oh yeah okay <laughs> and they're all what? pre-painted we'll okay. have to look around and see if anybody's got stl models oh my gosh yeah this is a uh... oh you want pre-painted yeah i'm sorry i mean I, look, I forgot uh... who i was talking to <laughs> yeah let's get you some pre-painted ones pal. me to work sir <laughs> that's uh, impossible i don't want you to deck primer anything else look everybody knows Everybody, Everybody knows does I have know. problems. It's all right. I got some problems. <laughs> but all right. Well, I think we'll wrap it up, Evan. What do you think? Yeah, I think it sounds good. All right. Well, hey everybody, thanks for listening. Uh join us again next week. And you know, don't forget to read our blog or listen to the scoundrels or do whatever you like, actually. You know Just what? do whatever you want. Just do whatever you want. All right. Thanks everybody. Have a good week. Have a great one, guys. Join us next week for another edition of the Fifth Trooper Podcast. This has been a 